Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Yeah, so, uh, hey man, I just, I just wanted to say, you know, uh, I, I'm probably, um, I'm sure that you're probably pretty upset over me going to Waystar and, and their joint defenses. No, it's and, but fine. I, I had no choice, really, in yeah, terms man. of... I get it. I get it. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's a huge relief, because... Uh, I've been summoned to see my gramps today, and I just feel like I don't want to be getting it in both ends. But look, I may have to burn you. You, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. It is what it is. I wanted to get you up here and give you fair warning as a pal. That okay? What, getting burned? Yeah, getting burned. Is it okay? It doesn't sound great. P to the O-D. On the daily about succession, one episode per day. See P to the O D. The cast on the daily about succession. Podcasting like a pro, make some noise. Succession is almost over, but we're just getting started talking about every single succession episode here on Post Show Recaps. It's the daily succession podcast on Post Show Recaps where we are watching and discussing every single episode of Succession on the road to the final season premiere on March 26th, episode by episode and day by day. You can get commercial-free versions of this podcast when you sign up at patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. That's patreon.com slash postshowrecaps at any level for ad-free versions of the Succession podcast. I'm not Josh Wiggler. Today we're discussing Succession Season 3, Episode 5, Retired Janitors of Idaho. I believe Josh Wiggler has become a retired janitor in Idaho, that's why you can't join us. My name is Grace, and of course, I'm here with the great Jess Sterling. Jess, how you doing? Um, Grace, I just want to let you know that I am going to sue you, but I love you. I'm glad you're a part of my life, but I am taking legal action against you. Don't try to sweet talk me, kid. You know? <laughs> you know my love language is being threatened just to be sued. <laughs> um, I'm so I'm doing so well. I really I'm so 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 excited to talk about this episode. It is one of the episodes that I feel like personally has one of those very memorable names. It's a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, I feel like Succession really leans into like single uh, single word titles for their episodes. But I love retired janitors of Idaho. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. We're at the the the, the, the shareholder meeting, uh, crisis impending, and deals are happening. And Logan Roy is off of his meds, so he's losing it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yes. he is quote unquote piss mad this episode. Which again, we we talk a lot about shared language uh, yeah. with Succession and through all the characters, yeah. and I really love how piss mad becomes a thing this episode. Yeah, it's too bad that nobody called him he, that he was going nut nut. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I think it's because if you if you're having a UTI, you're like literally piss mad. You can't be nut nut. Oh. Nut nut is reserved for other things. That's different. Ken's nut nut. Uh, yes. Logan is piss mad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna dive into it, but first, just yes, as always, you have the episode of five, uh, retired janitors of Idaho. You have the recap. Yes, I do. Uh, season three, episode five, Retired Janitors of Idaho. It is time for the long-awaited shareholder meeting. 
In one corner is Team S, two Sandys and a Stewie. In another corner, Kendall and his entourage. In the third corner of this weird triangle-shaped boxing ring is Logan and his posse. This is the vote that will determine if Sandy and Stewie take Waystar from Logan and crew. No one is certain how the vote will break down, and some are more anxious than others to make a deal. Logan is the most confident of them all. He's hoping the ATN attacks on the reason are enough to get the DOJ to ease up on their investigation, and that word of that will ease shareholders' minds and keep them on his side. Uh, Sandy and Stewie have invested about $50 million in this fight, but Sandy's petty conditions, like taking away their precious PJs and eliminating Roy Children from becoming CEO, halt any progress on a deal between the two factions. Meanwhile, Kendall is, playing, uh, Kendall is playing middleman, speaking with Frank and Stewie and hoping they can make a deal in time. Unfortunately for everyone involved, Logan fails to take medication for a UTI and goes piss mad during no uh, negotiations, which leaves everyone floundering and unsure of what to do. Roman is forced to converse with the president, who has decided not to run for another term due to ATN's allegations of mental frailty, which means that one less powerful person is in the Roy's back pocket and no promise of DOJ easing up on them. He's also the one most resistant to go against his father's wishes, despite the fact that those wishes were shouted during a piss-mad rampage. Shiv, on the other hand, sees this as an opportunity to step up, force the deal, and get herself a seat on the board and a powerful ally in the process. Daughter Sandy and Shiv agree to no PJs and a board seat for each of them to solidify the deal. Everyone celebrates that a deal has been struck in time. Well, everyone except a sobered-up Logan, who seems mostly pissed, pun intended, that he wasn't the one to strike the deal. Meanwhile, Tom is helping his father-in-law back and forth to the bathroom, while also trying to convince Shiv to get pregnant so that she'll have company while he's locked up in jail for nine months. Greg is in a bad spot, as not only has Kendall threatened to burn him by talking to the DOJ about him shredding important documents, but Ewan has also disinherited him and plans on donating his fortune to Greenpeace. No worries, though, because Greg is going to sue Greenpeace. And that is what happened on Season 3, Episode 5 of Succession. Um, as I said a, a few episodes ago, this is my first time going back to watch Season 3. And while I remember this episode being very memorable at the, at the time, it certainly stands out, it's pretty funny it also is a very weird episode from from in my uh, opinion I, I you know I, I didn't want to like say this too much but when we went back and rewatched the beginning of the show it always kind of surprises me how like Logan Roy like isn't in the second episode of the show like he is but he's in a coma Jess mm -hmm. and so that being a thing that like his health looming so large and being a focal point and like why Kendall ultimately decides to do the takeover is that like they're worried about his father's health in season two. I feel like that's not really a thing. I think you can see it with right. like Marsha moving to a little bit of, of a, a, you know, much more of a supporting character, even, even more so than she was in season one as like Logan is healthy and sort of has things intact. And then I remember as we were watching it, like last, uh, last episode lying in the meadow. And then this one with Logan forgetting to take his medication of like, Oh, interesting. Like we're replaying with this idea that Logan Roy is an old man uh, who has health issues. And uh, I think Josh sort of hinted at this, uh, uh, Josh Wiggler, not Josh Aronson, uh, last episode, <laughs> that uh, when he is complimenting Kendall, how much of this is perhaps him not fully in his faculties. And the right. other thing I want to give credit to the show for is there's this whole thing in season two when Kendall gets looped back in, and he's the one in charge of making sure dad has all of his medication. She was like, don't we have a person for that? Uh, I think it's very, this show, I just like on a rewatch, it's very rewarding because they yes. plant things 
And I feel like everything's still on the table to a degree. Like, I think that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to heading into season four is that there's so many things that have happened over the course of the season that even if they seemed insignificant at the time might be significant. Um, and then the other thing I really like about this episode is that basically everybody has a story, at least from our like main, you know, yes, yes. kind of our core four ish in terms of, uh, uh, Logan, uh, Kendall, Shiv all have stories. Roman, a smidge it's in there it's in the, he gets called with the president mm-hmm. um and that in that moment but really um, how um, dare you leave connor out of your core four the audacity <laughs> of you grace leader <laughs> i know he wants back in he wants to be looped in he wants to yeah in. he wants to be ahead of some kind of european division uh when did he, he say that because that's that, that we know that dad was not feeling well when he, he's like when listen dad offered me european cable um he was not pissed mad when he offered it to me i'm taking it yeah um yeah i totally agree i love this episode and i think what I've discovered in this rewatch um, and kind of podcasting daily about it is I tend to really appreciate the episodes where we are throwing all of these characters in a room and just watching them bounce around like it's like as if you took a bunch of ping pong balls threw them in a box and just watched them all like bounce off the corners yeah Um, it's really interesting to see how they all interact together especially um, who takes charge when Logan is unable to perform uh, I, I totally agree with you too. Like not only is Logan, um, forgetting to take his pills. It, it seems like occasionally he has moments of clarity where he just mutters pills, pills, <laughs> and no one knows what that means because he, the only person who see, seems to know that he has a UTI is Carrie and his doctor. Yeah. And so no one has been put in charge of making sure he takes his pills. Uh, Colin just assumes he wants some Advil or Tylenol. You know, he doesn't know what, uh, what Logan is asking for. And um, and he also, not to mention the fact that he's wearing a boot now, he has a walking boot on as a result of uh, seemingly last episode's issues that he's had. Um, so he's, and he has walking with a cane, right? Like he's not exactly in the bet, the, the, you know, peak physical health here, Logan Roy. Um, so it's really interesting to see, uh, right? What does it say? When the, when the cat's away, the mice will play. Uh-huh. Um, seeing what the mice are up to in this episode. And I think it's really telling some of the things that end up going down so this is one of for me um as much as last episode i know people really do love i love this episode of season three it is like probably my favorite so far of the five that we've watched yeah and i do feel like the comedy uh it in this episode really for me uh gets just as close to being silly as as i want as i want succession to be it does not cross the line i've talked about uh this was a hot take i don't know if you were on this episode this is the pod, but but the, i i don't love the like putting the towel over the head and eating the bird yeah amanda, why a take amanda told me that this apparently it's a real thing that actually has that like does mm-hmm. happen maybe and so like i may have to retract that but for me it's a step too far in the silliness the frank being on stage and the call <laughs> being on stage and the like the For fake so outs long. of like yeah i'm gonna pass it over he's like actually i can't i can't do it so you go back on frank yeah. like self-acknowledging at the end of the episode like i know you've all probably everybody in the world has heard too much of me today but i would like to make a speech i think um just the like sort of chaos that's happening you also get you know and i think at this point it's worth noting that there's been a thing that i have seen a lot on tv recently which is show the way some shows will be marketed uh i feel like we try to like you know a dangerous game i'm saying this as we're about to head into succession season four and yellow jackets that we're like trying to predict some of this stuff that happens Mm -hmm. but i always feel like don't actually trust the marketing 
on a show because there's a world in which like uh i think we had this with house of the dragon like what they sort of pitched is like what's going to happen i don't think ultimately bears out is what that show is about uh, the last of us it was like this is a show about uh infected mushroom people I'm like that's not it's really not actually no, it's about, about love about... and yes. it's about family yes and, and then this yeah. one just to bring it back to succession you the show have is this... about love and family right that's grace right. that's right <laughs> You know, it's more about mushroom infected people than I thought. I think that's what's wrong with Logan. Um, no, is um, this the show, the the season three imagery? I talked about this in season one, yeah. uh, episode one. Sorry, it's like Logan versus Kendall, and whose sides are people going to be on? Kendall's side is literally nobody. It's like calm free uh, to the yeah. point that he's like, I got to burn you, Greg. So I think that this has been really fun to to track and Kendall trying to get this deal done and ultimately logan comes out ahead but the per it's such like the perfect thing and you can feel it in shiv being like come on let's celebrate he's like not the deal i would have done like nothing is impressive to logan roy unless he's the one yeah. who came up with the idea mm -hmm. yeah stop buzzing in my uh speaking of yellow jacket stop buzz yeah, buzzing right. in my mm -hmm. effing ear i don't think it's right how your dad sidelines you in all this and maybe it's appropriate for me to have somebody like-minded on the board. So how about a fourth seat on the board for you? You can tell him that you screwed it out of us and my dad was losing his shit and I nearly killed him. Four seats, that's yeah. that's a lot of seats. He will like that. Yeah? Well, it's it's it is one more than three by my count. So Waystar for balance will need an extra one for me. I see. He won't love that. Okay. Well, look. It, just tell him that the fucking the markets will never let me or my brothers be CEO. Oh come on. Do you believe that? I just care if your dad believes it. Uh huh. Uh, look, I should go. See if I can sell it. But this is this is good with Logan. I can sell it. Can you sell it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's let's break this down a little bit, character no. by character, beat by beat. Shall we start with the main man himself, the unwell Logan Roy? Um, I mean, like he has a pretty. I mean, the outcome is pretty great, but he doesn't seem too happy with it, and. He he has a pretty bad episode. Um, specifically, obviously, he's suffering from a UTI. He's forgetting to take his meds. He seems very reliant on Carrie, who doesn't seem to be around. We're seeing a lot more of Carrie uh, lately. Um, and I think very specifically, the first thing that stood out to me is when Stewie calls and wants to make a deal because Kendall has called Stewie. Who and Kendall because Kendall talked to Frank. It's I like love a whole this. This happens game. so much in this show where like uh, it, it's often like uh, Frank is involved in these things. Where he's like, yes. I don't know if we should call the Canadians. Kendall calls the Canadians. The whole deal gets end up like yep. you know blowing up. Like this happens a lot. We're like, just don't call. Nobody should call anybody. I don't. Everyone think. stop calling everyone. Well, yeah, yeah because uh, Kendall says to Stewie, they're ready to settle a deal. Like you or that you need to settle a deal because my dad is not going to be willing to give up the four seats. You need to call them back with a better deal. They're not willing to settle. 
Um, and so as a result, Stewie calls Logan, who then says, wait a minute, I think they have bad news. Why would they want to settle? No, we need to string them along. And it's like, no, Logan, that's not what's going on. And Logan is so stubborn that he is willing to go to a vote because he thinks, well, no worries about this DOJ situation. We've pushed enough on the raisin. He's going to get the DOJ off of our backs. And his whole plan is to make an empowered speech to the shareholders to get anyone who is waffling back on his side. So like to me, that's also a bad call. You're waiting until last minute for something to go through. Um, on top of that, he seem, he's obviously super out of it. Um, he talks about a dead cat under his chair. He doesn't want Rose to see it. Is it Carl who moves the, the fake? It's Colin. The, it's Colin. Colin. Yeah. So funny. So That's probably the lowest I've ever, like, probably the, the most demeaning I've ever seen Colin. This is a man who's covering up murder, but it's like the lowest. He has my a lowest paper bag with of, nothing in it. It's the <laughs> lowest I've ever thought of Colin, I think. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I love Kendall asking, what is that? And Roman goes, it's an imaginary dead cat. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So I ended up giving Logan a zero. I feel like this is a terrible, terrible episode for him. I couldn't even really feel like I should give him a one because anything that ends up happening in terms of securing a deal and avoiding a shareholder vote, he has nothing to do with. Um, And so I didn't feel like he deserved any of the credit. What about you, Grace? I mean, I do give him one point only that a a deal gets made. I know it's not the deal he wants, but a deal does get made and it saves the company. They don't have to go to a vote. And I know that that's probably not him. Um, but that's why I give him a singular vote. At the end of the day, he his company does get saved from not having to go to a vote and potentially losing all yeah. control over the company. I mean, I, I, he gets he loses all the other points for a multitude of other things. One, he's not even happy with the deal. And he's so rude to Shiv. I really hate it. He's yeah. t- trying to talk to Jerry. And then the other piece is this is maybe so there's the scene. I think we've talked about what are the lowest points for Logan Roy? Yeah. Being in a coma. Okay, for sure. Know, can't really, you know, <laughs> pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, you know, on my, you know, I, I don't, dies. I don't currently have a rule for if if you're in a coma, you get <laughs> this many points. But yeah, you know, pretty yeah, pretty bad. The episode where he yelling, he's yelling at Nam, and the deal falls through. I feel like that's really bad. The one like good thing about that is like it actually makes people, I think, more scared of Logan Roy, and also very few people see it. Uh, I think. Uh, um, right. Right. Uh. uh God, I'm forgetting the Holly Hunter. I'm so far. This is a Rhea. Oh, Rhea. Rhea's watching. And there's some like, you know, the valets and stuff, whatever. This is such public. Like, is this has this guy lost it? Is this everybody watching an old man? Um, as we like to say on the dark pod, perhaps have demence. Um, uh, the German word for dementia. <laughs> um, it's not it's not great. It's not a good look. Yeah. So I have to dock him basically every other point. He does get a deal where it looks like he's going to be able to like keep control of the company, it, but it's not the deal he would have made. So you dock him some points there, and he has a very public, you know, health issue in front of everybody who works for him. And, and also, I feel like they're just not scared of him anymore. You know, they are, but they aren't. You know. Yeah, but also it's it's like you said, it's not only just in front of his family. His absence, I'm sure, will not go unnoticed in the like within the shareholder meeting proper, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. He is supposed to be giving a big speech. He is absent. In his absence, Kendall stands up to the podium. And so I think that, like, that's also not a great sign for Logan. I do have a question for you um, because when he is, uh, quote-unquote, piss mad, uh, he does say he's concerned there's a dead cat under his chair. He doesn't want Rose to see it. Do we think this is, like, a direct pull from his childhood that there was some kind of dead cat under a chair he didn't want his younger sister to see? 
Oh, a dead cat uh, in his history. Very interesting. Maybe we'll keep. Maybe this is a thing we got to keep tabs on for season four. Is like a thing that's coming. Uh, yeah. Is, is uh, the story behind the dead cat? Uh, yeah, we know his sisters died, and he. Uh, oh, I can't he believe he's responsible he... for it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Just something to keep a note of that I hadn't necessarily put two and two together that like this story possibly could be stemming from something that actually happened. That's interesting. The other piece I just want to flag is in season uh, one, he, he decides he's not going to go to Shiv's wedding. And when they're, they're deliberating about the reason why he's not going to go, there's this whole thing where they say, well, you could say you're sick. And he says, when you're sick, you look weak. Uh, So again, this is one of the things that like Logan does not want to be. So is, is, is to look weak or sick. So yeah, not great. I give him one point because the deal happens, but I mean, arguably it's not because of him. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, Um, exactly. Uh, Where do you, where do you feel like going next, Grace? Who do you want to talk about next? Well, let's, I mean, who makes, who makes the deals? Uh, Shivy, 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 as you like to say. Shivy, shivy, shivy. So this is really interesting in terms of how to, 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 to rank her. She comes out, I think she's a very good episode and yet uh, it's very interesting because Logan is supremely mad at her. Um, But she makes this business deal where she goes to Sandy, Sandy with an I. Uh, I do love, I I watch with closed captionings. And when Jerry says, uh, hello, Sandy, it's Sandy with a Y. And, and you, Sandy. (laughs) Sandy with an I. Very funny. I Um, love it. Who is it? Is it, who is it? Is it Connor that asks who's the one talking? And she's like the one that can speak. The one that can speak. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I do. We'll get to what I mean. Is it? I mean, they're negotiating with Shiv, who makes the deal. Is yeah. Sandy with a Y saying literally anything? Uh, he gets called I a remember... meat puppet, but is he is he saying anything? We had this discussion, I think, on the we did. We definitely cap. had this discussion way back when we covered this live. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when it was happening, I I think I mean here's the thing. I also watch with closed captioning. It's a bunch of like it says like yeah, it's, it's it says, very uh, Sandy mumbling, I believe. Yeah, it's it's very um Charlie Brown teacher moment, right? Wah, 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 wah. Um, we I think no it's idea. actually more um. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Adrian. But yeah, right. There's something to be said about uh, th- 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 one of the reasons why I really love the Sandy and Shiv scene, Sandy with an I and Shiv scene, is we're just seeing two powerful women doing dealings for their fathers but looking out for themselves, right? So in my mind, um, Sandy with an I is saying whatever Sandy with an I wants. It has nothing to do with what Sandy with a Y wants because like, Mm -hmm. he's just mumbling. Like what, how could, what she's saying he's saying is just like, doesn't make any sense compared to what we hear of. I mean the, I mean the point, uh, very interestingly, I feel like we get into a little bit of like, you know, when we get to Kendall talk is like, you want to make sure you don't lose a bunch of money. You want to make a bunch of money, Stewie. And Sandy wants to screw over Logan Roy. He wants to like, uh, get a knife in there. And right. so the first thing that gets offered is a thing that I think probably does whether, whether Sandy with a Y does ever have ever told his daughter this or saying it in right. the moment of like, yeah, the one thing we want is veto power over any potential Roy child becoming uh, a CEO. I think is fair enough like a thing that Sandy with a Y absolutely would potentially be pushing. Uh could also be that Sandy also hates the Roys and is okay with uh with that provision being in there. Um but it does seem like it's the thing that holds up the negotiations at first. But you know just to talk uh, back to Shiv uh for a minute. I I you know so she does make this really good deal. 
Um, the one piece where I want to dock her down is she does get the board seat. So they, they, you know, the board right. will expand and waste her. Royka will get to pick who that is. And Shiv positions herself that it will be her. And yet at the end of the episode, that's like not exactly what the deal is, right? The deal is like, sorry, the deal is that waste Royko gets the seat. It's not necessarily that it'll be Shiv. And Shiv's trying to say like, yeah, but dad, come on. We talked about like, you know, this is a, this is a play. I'll be on the board. And the fact that she like she makes this deal that is so clearly like there's a piece of it that seems so self-interested makes me think that like that's bad to not basically be able to get like, yeah, and the board seat will be shivs. So I knock her down one singular point because I think, you know, and this other thing at the end of the episode when she is trying to like hang out with her dad, there's a thing where like, you know, this is completely like. I'm going to like completely victim blame and like, you know, to just like bear with me that we're watching a, a show. <laughs> yeah. Just prepare yourselves. Like the best way to behave in front of Logan is to do exactly what he wants you to do. Right. And so it's like, it's like you, you maybe should stop bothering your phone. Like I, I know like, yeah, it's so yeah, yeah, obvious yeah. immediately that he does not love the deal. And I feel like you like just being like, yeah, but let's drink champagne because of it is like definitely absolutely not going to work. So like I give Shib a lot of credit for pulling off the deal. And then I just dock her one singular point. Maybe this is why it goes to Logan is that like Logan doesn't love the deal. And that's not great for Shiv at the end of the day. Yeah, I I'm pretty much in lockstep with you. Um, I was very impressed with Shiv this episode. She is the first one like butting up against what Logan is saying, uh, whether or not he's pissed mad when he's saying it right. Like we don't know where along the line it's st he starts to like lose it he doesn't seem to want to make deals at the very beginning he's like not willing to give up the pjs not willing to give up um one of his children eventually being ceo um but she is constantly pushing and pushing like oh are you sure like did he really say no can we trust that he's saying no we'll talk about roman in a minute and how much he has his father's back um but i also gave shiv three points because like you said she gets what she wants. She's very self-interested. I love that she takes the initiative and she makes this deal with Sandy because, in my opinion, Sandy with an eye, I, I'm going to make a prediction and say Sandy with an eye is going to be important in season four. I just mm -hmm. have a feeling. She mm -hmm. is now on the board. She is the uh, mouthpiece for Sandy with a Y. I think she's going to be very important. I also, like, I love to see strong women on this show. We only have a few of them. And so getting another one involved makes me very happy, even if it is someone who is against the Royce, even better. Um, and I think what she does is really in smart in that um, she had to give up a fourth seat but it's someone that she's like, maybe we can work together, you know? Maybe we could do something together. And she's trying to secure herself one as well. Um, where she loses a point for me is the same with you, where Logan is not very pleased with Shiv. Um, and I don't think having Logan angry at you is a really good thing on the show, as we've seen. Um, and so it's, it's not, not great. And I do agree with you, like... Uh, she so badly wants... And they all do. All the Roy kids, they all want daddy's approval, right? They all want... She, like she just wants to celebrate this moment because this yeah. is like this is like three seasons in the making we didn't talk yeah. about how long we've been waiting for the show sure, the meeting. proxy battle yeah it's over yeah. yeah this is three seasons in the making and we all want to celebrate right and yeah. yet he does not want to celebrate with her so she does lose a point there but really really solid episode for shiv in a season where she has not really had a good a good time so far so uh, uh again for her and just another way in which like this is a big 
there's a big thing that the proxy battle is is over and it happens midway through season three yes. we've talked about that uh season season one episode six is the takeover attempt um there's a big moment uh in season two that i am is so that bad. our Jesties? is that might be our Jesties. uh I, th I think that for me the big one in season two was episode five that's like exactly halfway point but i yeah so anyway. our Jesties is our Jesties is a six turnhaven is five so turnhaven. both of them are, right. are very big episodes yeah yeah so in the middle of the season we get this like thing that happens which i think is like very just like compelling television to put like a big moment uh basically halfway through and i think again here this is a big a big moment and i think logan's health certainly changes the game logan you okay oh. need help oh. you okay big man are you okay did you get it did you get it caught uh, give me a hand okay yeah not to do you like you don't need me to Hold the scepter? No. Okay. Okay. Take your time. Take your time. No rush. Hey, are you okay? You're really shivering. I think we need to get you seen by somebody. I think... Thanks, son. Anytime. Papa. Papa. Should we chat about Tom? Shiv's other, Shiv's yeah, other let's, half here. Yeah, let's go with Tom. <laughs> who has, a, has the sweetest moment we've ever seen in Succession. Again. This show is so good yeah. at making a moment that should be kind of sad or maybe even kind of sweet and taking it and giving this this little like maybe like a little chili like the red chili flakes. Yeah. Uh, but the red chili flakes are are funny, <laughs> you know, yes. like comedy. Yes, <laughs> you need me to. That's hold, a classic metaphor. The, the red chili flake metaphor. The yeah, red chili flake in comedy, metaphor. it's a classic comedy that you like. That joke, it's fine. You can you add a little red chili flake uh, on it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then he calls him son, and and yeah. uh, Tom replies, "Yeah, papa." He goes, he goes, thanks, pop. And then he thanks, decides pop. that pop isn't even enough. He has to go, papa, papa. <laughs> Uh, it's so cute, and I know it's while like Logan is probably will never remember this moment and completely out of his mind, but it's so cute. This is the thing that Tom from the very beginning, episode one, is him trying to buy a gift yes. that will impress his father in law. And uh, Logan gives away the watch, and you know, I think that, um, you know. Earlier in the season, he offers himself up to go to prison. He'll be a farmer. He'll right. he'll he'll step up so he can so he can uh, go down. I think is the is the line read i'll go up and so you could go down or no so, i'll go down so you could go up uh something like that so it's uh, you know <laughs> as he's having this uh uh you know in a moment of sort of like needing someone it's actually tom who he's like you know even in this yeah. fugue state uh to the point where like you know he's yelling at greg it's like none of your business <laughs> to the bathroom um uh, greg being like i think it's down here and tommy like it's okay i think we did we could get to the bathroom um and it yeah it's it's tom tom's so supportive in this episode i think tom yes. has a lot of uh uh things to say when there's all i really love um sort of as uh logan is out of commission we get like as things are happening right and people are trying to um uh, to chat like and tom is the one relaying the final deal and he's yes. like he's like we're good right that's good right this is good we're gonna do this you know he's uh fighting sort of on behalf of ship i think it's a very good episode uh uh for tom i i'm tempted to give him a four jess i don't know if that's too high um okay i didn't i did give him three um yeah. most of his points are gained because of what you said because when logan needs to go to the bathroom he picks tom he picks tom to take him we yeah. uh, who knows if he's already piss mad or if this has anything to do with tom offering himself up as as you know uh the the person to take the fall and go to jail right it could be a mix of both of those things um 
But regardless of how it happens, there is a little bit of sentimentality there. There's a closeness there, an intimacy. Um, I did dock him a point because um, Tom tracking his wife's, um, you know, uh, menstrual cycle and putting it on his eye calendar and wanting to impregnate her so that she is uh, not lonely when he goes to jail and to kind of like, it almost feels like Grace and um, correct me if you disagree. Um, but from what we've seen of Tom, where he's not into the open marriage of it all, he can he feels like someone who can feel Shiv, Shiv drifting and he like grapples her as a result, right? He, he smothers her with his love as a result. And to me, this very much feels like a, I'm going to put my seed in you so that you don't have any other choice while I'm away. Who's going to who's gonna want to be sleeping around with someone who's pregnant? That's how it, and, and not that anybody oh. shouldn't not want to sleep with someone who's pregnant, but I am saying like, He's putting a little Tom in the bank. Do you know what I mean? Uh, is what it feels like. We've heard him in season one, Austerlitz, when he is talking to Marsha and Willa about, um, oh, Shiv and I have talked about freezing, but we're going to freeze embryos, not eggs, to have a little bit of me stored up. Like, it just feels very, um, like, controlling in a way of, like, you are going to have my child um, so that way you don't forget about me while I'm away. And I thought it was super creepy to track someone's menstrual cycle without their permission. And so I gave him a three rather than a four. Yes, I agree. That's a fair point. Okay. I originally had a three and then I was just talking. I bumped myself up to a four, but I think I'll bump myself back down to a three. (laughs) But the thing, I don't know. I don't know if I read it as uh, malicious as I read it more naive uh, uh, from Tom. Um, and, and maybe that's like not uh, fair to, to Shiv, but I do think Tom is somebody who I think, is, you know, I think it's like very funny when he is sort of like, he's not exactly like groomzilla, but there is like, you know, when he yells mm-hmm. at, is it Rachel who who's in charge at the wedding? doesn't matter. Um, you know, that he has to carry the bags. Like, I feel like there's a sense of that. I, I have some friends who are like, very much like and like male friends who who do sort of like love this idea of like i will get married to a woman i will have a baby like this is what my life will be like and i feel like you know we get the sense from shiv that shiv would much rather have an open marriage we never really have seen shiv ever be interested in having children per se mm-hmm. we never haven't had a conversation and so i feel like it's something that like tom wants way more um than shiv and i feel like the sad thing about it is that i think I read it more as like it more reaffirms his place in the family. Um, and and again, I think like we've we've seen over and over again that like I think Tom loves Shiv more than Shiv loves Tom. And so I think it's like an extension of that. Like I, I read it more as like maybe if we have a baby together, you will like love me, which is maybe the same rage you're having that's, of, like, no, that's, it, with somebody. That's totally it's, fair. It's that's, still not great. It's still not good. Yeah. You still Either way you dice it, your, it's not great. But I just do have a conversation. Yeah, one way, the way I'm thinking is certainly more, like, malicious, but both are in a way of of being somewhat controlling, um, which I do do think makes sense for Tom. But overall, I do think he has, like, a solid episode, Um, but it's just, like, that one part is just, like, oh, it's so, oh, no, we were so close, Tom, to having a really, really great episode for you, and then you had to go and put your wife's menstrual cycle in your eye, Cal. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So give Tom a three. yeah, Yeah, same um let's uh let's stay with this group and yeah. uh shift on over to roman who i think is really kind of the other side of the same coin as shiv 
where he is much more in lockstep with Logan. Anytime Logan says no to something, Roman says, listen, he's a beast. He knows. He's six moves ahead. We have to trust him. We have to trust that he knows what he's doing, where I think by that point, Shiv realizes something is up with dad's health. He's not acting normally. Um, but Roman is very much like, no, we're not, we're not agreeing to the PJs. Like, screw them. They'll back down. Um, and he very much is against when Shiv wants to go and make a deal. Roman says like, no, like you're, you're going against dad said, no, you're going against what he wanted to do. Um, he also is, uh, forced by Jerry instead of Jerry. He's the one who has to talk to the president. Um, Grace, it does not go well, um, for bootleg Logan, as Jerry refers to, <laughs> to Roman. Um, oh. he, he starts the conversation by, it's not cool to tell the president to blow me. Oh, hey. Hey, bud. Hey. <laughs> oh, a little crosstalk there. That happens. <laughs> it's yeah. really, really bad. Uh, he has a, a pretty bad episode, but... I will say at the end of the episode, when we do see like Shiv get told to stop buzzing in uh, Logan's ear, Roman is the one who goes over to his father and says, oh, Shiv being a, an effing bee, like, yeah, dad, don't worry about it. Um, so he do like, it does seem like he still has this closeness with Logan and Grace talking about his um, a little bit of his like uh, sentimentality towards his father he really can't like uh, this feels like shades of season one when logan has the medical crisis he yep. can't even like look at his dad when his dad is like snoozing in the chair after getting yep. some uh some uh, iv yeah so i think it's really interesting i i you know again i feel like my vote my, my my number here could be shifted a little bit because I think to the he basically has the reverse the reverse Shiv episode where he is pushing he he I don't think if he pushes for what he wants the deal gets done but if he somehow gets that deal done it's exactly what Logan would have done like yes. to the point of bootleg Logan like no don't give up the PJs like no don't do all the stuff whereas Shiv I, I think it's very interesting do you think you know th even when um the process the idea of like not a Roy gets mentioned and jerry's being like well we'll just i don't even think it's carl's being like, i don't even think it's legal you know it won't hold up yeah uh, and 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 rome is like well who cares if it's legal like if you pass it essentially that that's it for me you know yeah um and i wonder if that's true or not how much you, could you get away with like reneging on some of this uh stuff i guess it depends on how much is like actually in the official agreement um but yeah i think that roman had to be fair to roman's conversation with the president I don't think even a conversation with Logan gets Probably a different not. outcome than what the president tells Roman. I think if you're calling to say I'm not running, no conversation with even Logan Roy changes uh, well, changes minds. But especially because Michelle Ann calls earlier and that's they right. refuse her call because Logan isn't there. That's right. Um, so maybe that maybe that's the opportunity to change his mind. But by the time the president is calling, I do agree with you. It's probably a done deal anyway. Roman certainly doesn't help matters. No. Um. And what's worse for Logan is like you said. Jerry, whether or not Jerry is acting out of self-interest or fear of Logan, she's like, listen, you know, maybe this isn't even a, a thing that's legal to do is does not allow one of the Roy kids to be CEO, but I have to call your dad and check with him. And I don't necessarily view that as an act of betrayal against Roman, but it's certainly not her helping him. And it yeah. feels to me like when she is making a uh, Roman speak to the president, it feels a little bit like she's like gently tapping him under the bus. Um, so I ended up giving Roman a two. It felt like as high as I could possibly go because I don't think he deserves the three that I gave Shiv. 
Um, I actually so bumped them down a singular point after you were talking because I I didn't equate the Jerry stuff, which to your point, I she doesn't she's not like well maybe a Roy could be in charge and like look over at Roman you know like I think yeah that, like that's pretty bad that she's ultimately like yeah maybe uh maybe a Roy could never be in charge so I actually bumped her down a point for, or him a point from where I had him which is at a two I bumped him to a one yeah I mean I could see it either way I do think there's a moment. Um, when Jerry is the one vamping on stage, she does mention Roman and he kind of looks at the TV. It doesn't feel like this is a deal breaker in terms of what I've been referring to as their alliance. Certainly a little bit of a bump in the road. And Roman even says like, hey, I get it. You know, like you're going to screw me over to solidify your position. That's fine. Um, but I, I, I don't think he has a great episode. And the only thing for me keeping him out of two is is just how close he seems with Logan and in lockstep he seems with Logan for better or worse. It always seems to be you're in a good position when Logan agrees with you. Um, so I ultimately ended up giving him a two. Let's uh, we, we were already talking about Jerry a little bit. So let's continue on with chatting about her. Um, she has a an interesting episode, Grace, in an episode where so much seems to be going on. It doesn't seem like the ball is ever really in Jerry's court. She's not the one when when Tom is shouting about Shiv's deal with Sandy. It isn't even Jerry that gives the final go ahead. It's Roman. Um, so she really, even though she is acting CEO, she doesn't seem to have a ton of power this episode. Yeah, it's it's not great. I mean, yeah, in terms of uh, there's a there's a line earlier in an episode, right, where it's like we don't want her to be too much acting. And so yes. everybody it feels like everybody sort of knows that like Jerry is not fully in control. So even when uh, Logan is kind of like down and out, it still can't just be Jerry making decisions. Mm -hmm. So I would I would agree. She kind of is the one who does make a call in the first uh, um, meeting. She does come back and ultimately you know, she does check in with Logan and, and the veto is a no go. Um, you think that's that for real happened, right? You think that for real happened? She definitely oh, yeah. calls Logan. Okay. I think yeah, so. just check in. Cause so I just think did, like, yeah. I think she, based on what we've seen where like, uh, she's kind of, I think she, in the beginning, she was very much like testing the boundaries of what she could get away with as acting CEO. And mm -hmm. I feel like she's gotten her wrist slapped one too many times by Logan to want her put herself out there on something that is this important. Um, like she's made yeah. other decisions that aren't anywhere near as important as this proxy battle. Um, I don't know. I, I really struggle with where to put Jerry. She doesn't seem to have a ton of agency this episode. She's forced she is to talking to Logan. <laughs> yeah, she is talking to Logan at the end of the episode. He's That's like, true. we gotta we gotta strategize. What's our next move immediately? Uh, on to future business. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I you know, tempted to just put her square in the mid. She's you know, there's another thing I say sometimes of um you know, you don't want to make a move and end up being on the wrong side. She doesn't really make a move this episode, but she doesn't end up on the right side. She is on the side that has finished the proxy battle. She has yeah. like, the, that's completed. And that's good for Jerry Kelman. That's a big win as the CEO. I mean, that's why I give her a four, right? You know, that's why I got to give her, I'm just trying to justify how I can give her a four, uh, <laughs> Jess, and I'm really struggling. I might actually um, have to I, give her like a two this episode or a three. Yeah, that feels I bad. would say, I would say like, uh, she's on the winning side, which is great. She's a part of the winning side, which is good. Um, we see, I think, you know what, if you, if you want to give her points, reward points for being a killer, as Logan would say, she was willing to throw Roman to the, to the wolves, to the sharks, to the whatever animal rips him apart, um, in terms of, you know what, too, too bad you 
can't be CEO. Yeah, and but everybody, nobody looking out for everybody spying on Jerry and doesn't think Jerry can yeah. do it. And Roman's the only one who actually. I'm wants trying Jerry to help to you. Do it. I don't no, know. I know. I, I know. I'm giving Jerry a two because I don't think yeah. she has a good episode, but I also don't think she has a bad episode. So All right, here's me, what I'll do. I'll get, I would give Jerry a two, but I'll give the Jerry stand bump. I'll give her a three. <laughs> there you go. Jerry stand bump for the win for Jerry. Uh-huh. Just because she's um, very funny. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> she is really good. Oh, um, uh, there's a great Jerry line uh, uh, when uh, they're talking about, actually, this whole exchange is great. When they're talking about uh, uh, Sandy being unwell, uh, she says, Syphilis, I think we started that rumor, which it was. Yes. It absolutely was uh, Jerry who started that rumor. And then Carl says, uh, Yeah, I think it can cause memory loss. And Roman goes, Ah, doing a, late, a bit of late night Googling there, Carl. Uh, <laughs> panic Googling. It's very funny. Because yeah. this Roman talks about, like, what if we walk in there and his top half just falls yeah. off of his bottom? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very silly. And then you walk in and you see Santa Furness and he is like slumped over. I'm like, oh, his top half yeah. could fall off. And I remember at the time us, us speculating uh, on the podcast, like, yeah. is he, is the actor ill? Is that why no. they're doing this? He's not. And so no. it was purely for yeah. story purposes, which who knows all it'll bear out in the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, let's stick with this side. Let's talk about Connor, who has a little bit to do this episode where he is. I, I do love the, um, he gets really nasty with Shiv straight out the gate when he's, when Shiv's, he's like, I have to talk to dad today. I have to have a little chat. And Shiv's like, eh, maybe not today, Khan. And he's just like, you know what? I'll take a black light to our semen-stained history, family history. It made me so sad. Khan and Shiv, I really forgot that they were so chummy at the beginning. And their relationship has really come apart at the seams. I don't like it. I kind of want them to have each other's back. I mean, yeah, I would like it, too, because it does seem Roman and Kendall do have a closeness, I think, that we mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to see uh, Connor and Shiv have each other's back. It's just not going well. No one ex- no one respects her authority, Grace. It's really yeah. sad. And Khan, he he does his best. He would like to. So I mean, very funny that the so so a he would like you know something small like European cable. So, like, so oh, small, no, maybe. And then Europe later, when small the, compared to the U.S. That's true. Uh, and then at the end of the episode, when the raisin and everybody is so upset that the president is not running, they've lost their biggest ally. Connor gives a big like, hell yeah, and he's, like, he's gonna run for. <laughs> See, there's an opening. There's a reopening uh, for a specific job that perhaps Connor uh, has his eyes on. So like, very funny. But I think it's. The fact that he is basically like his dad doesn't give him the European cable job. Uh, then he tries to say that he did while his, his dad is sick. Uh, and the fact that at the end he's celebrating in a room where everybody is, is very upset. The fact that he cannot read the tea leaves to see that, like, this is not great that yeah. the president is not running for reelection. I have to give Connor zero. You gave Connor a zero. I was yeah. a little bit more generous to Connor this episode because he got European cable, regardless of how it happened. He didn't he get didn't... European cable. <laughs> I thought they said he got it. When? Well, he end? told everyone he got it. That's not getting it. <laughs> You've fallen for Con's trap. I did. I fell for the... Well, because he's like, Dad, I just want something small. And he's just like, yeah. And he's like, that's no. an agreement. No, he doesn't get it. There's no way. We'll show next episode. Be like, Connor's not doing European cable. All right, well, then Connor gets a zero if he doesn't get European cable because he can't, he doesn't know what's going on. If you'd he like doesn't... to pretend by the episode, at the end of the episode that Connor's running European cable, you can. I, I just love... don't think that he's actually got European cable. Well, then he's just the worst. So he gets a zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's bounce over to our, our other grouping and then we'll talk about Greg, who kind of bounces back and forth here. Um, Kendall, uh, the story of the rabbit continues, Grace. Megathump is is the rabbit's name, which is hilarious. Um, he tells the nanny to allow his daughter to feed the, the big rabbit a bagel. Um, he's like, oh, those rules. She's like, the doctor, it says not to feed rabbits. I looked on the internet and it says not to feed rabbits bagels. He's like, that's for people who give them a big gulp and a dozen cinnamon raisin. <laughs> a piece of bagel is fine. 
Um, turns out not so great as the the rabbit's gonna need some uh, veterinary assistance. Um, but yeah, it does seem like Kendall is in a pretty lonely spot. Like you said, his posse consists of like Jess, Comfrey, uh, Barry, and and Greg for two seconds before Greg gets told, "I'm gonna burn you." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, when you when your when your entourage includes someone named Comfrey, I don't know, I don't know, if I, you know how much stock <laughs> I can put inside. I will tell you, Jess, I woke up, I watched this episode before work this morning. I was having coffee and breakfast, and uh, I was eating a bagel. Oh, like, no. oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, good thing I'm not a rabbit, so I was totally fine. Um, yeah. It's just sad. I think the the going on stage. Uh, and sort of like pushing Carl out of the way, starting to name the women and saying that you're opening a foundation as the mic gets cut off is incredibly cringeworthy. It's almost cringeworthy enough, Jess, that I should have skipped the episode. Uh, but Josh chose to skip the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kendall's incredibly unfortunate uh, episode. He also is trying to maneuver a deal with Sandy and Stewie, and he he fails. He's the, 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 the no way Kendall's coming out of this is uh, uh, in charge. So I think this is pretty bad and ultimately i think sort of you know remember sort of feeling at the end of this episode that like this feels like there's nowhere to go for kendall there's like really all of his paths now have been closed off um what is he he if the deal is done the proxy battle's over what does he have uh, uh, still a lawsuit pending uh, uh, against logan uh i presume but i don't know this is feels really bad i, I think i gotta give him a zero yeah, I so with Kendall, he does want the deal to go through so badly that he like storms into like Logan's corner and is like, you fix it. Uh, and everyone starts screaming at him. You're not welcome. You need to leave. Um, and yeah, the moment is super cringy when he starts like naming victims. They cut off the mic and he's, he's still yelling about starting a foundation for sexual abuse victims. Um, I mean, which is good. It oh, is no, it's good, good but it's no, just No, no, I'm so... not saying that you said it's good. I'm just trying to like be like, that's great. But also, there's a time and a place, you know? Yeah, and also it's 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 Kendall who, like, it yeah. just feels so backwards. Um, but, but yeah, he, he doesn't have a great episode, right? A rabbit is in danger of, of being ill, and this deal does go through, but he really doesn't have a ton to do with it. In fact, his in, uh, interruption and kind of inserting himself is nearly what ruins the deal in That's the right. first place. Um, and on top of that, he gets freaking ghosted by his dad at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah, he's I forgot. Yeah. He's told by Carrie, oh, dad, your dad wants to meet you in this room. We've set up a spot. He goes and sits there. Logan leaves and has Carrie block his number when How he calls. How petty. It's so good. It's so good. It's what a so petty move. Petty. We love a petty um, king, Logan Roy. Yeah, I ended up giving Kendall a zero. I was tempted to give him a one because, like, well, at least they made a deal. But... He, you know, I don't think he, his, his next move, Grace, his only move is I'm going to give Greg up to the DOJ. I'm going to burn him and they'll probably go after someone bigger like Tom or Bill. Um, and then maybe, maybe we can get someone to flip, but these are all just so, it just feels like so far away and like such a reach to happen for Kendall. It seems like he's in such a bad spot. I ended up giving him a zero. Sorry, I forgot that he does. He does want the deal to go through it, that he does is hoping that he could still somehow, you know, Stewie and Sandy might back him um, to become CEO instead of uh, anybody in these board seats potentially help that. Mm -hmm. Like it's a bad move that like Shiv gets a board seat. So like, you know, it's not a great, I'll give him one point. I think that like the deal going through is a thing he does want. And I know he almost ruins it, but it does happen. Um, but everything else is just so, so mm -hmm. bad. And it's so sad to see him burning uh, Greg like that. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Speaking of Greg, um, he has a pretty, pretty bad episode. Uh, Kendall is threatening to burn him because he uh, is now working with Waystar and Logan. Um, when he goes to meet his grandfather, <laughs> you're the best uh, darn gramper out. Gramper. Um, Love it. So funny. Oh, that uh, should I start doing? Because I, you know, we'll get into the thing. I was counting. There's a con pa and a con pop. Should I be doing uh, Grampers? Uh, Greg Grampers. <laughs> I think there's only going to be one. All right. Well, we counted them all. We did it. <laughs> um, And uh, it turns out Greg had fired the lawyer that his grandfather hired for him because he's now siding with Logan, which, of course, Ewan d totally does not respect and has decided he is going to donate all his money to Greenpeace. Uh, and now Greg, Greg's plan is he's going to sue Greenpeace for his grandfather's uh, for his inheritance from his grandfather. Um, all signs point to bad for Greg. <laughs> yeah, this is bad. I give I think I got to give him zero points. I don't think there's a single redeeming thing that happens to him in this episode. He's just like, no. Yeah, he's the delivery boy for notes to people on stage. Like, that's not a great sign. It's yelled at by Logan in an episode where Logan is losing his mind. I think it's bad. It's a bad episode yeah. for Greg. Yeah. Yeah. I also Greg gave Greg a zero. And I hate to yeah. do it, but mm -hmm. like, Greg, this is a terrible episode for you, my guy. It's not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, let's go into some of the ratings that we do. If you'd like to send in your ratings, posturerecups.com slash rate Roy or posturerecups.com slash action stations. If you would like to submit some of your own ratings. Um, let's talk about the number of uh F offs and Ken Dads. Not a single in, in an episode where yeah. Logan goes piss mad. Not a single f off. Pretty wild, yeah. But he's got to be in his full faculties to tell people to f off. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I think um, he would have if he was on the phone with the president at the end of the episode. Oh, he definitely for it, would have. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Kendall does say dad four times to add to the total. So pretty low, pretty low number. But you know, whatever, it's there. Yeah, um, uh, he does. Oh, do you know why I had okay? So I he he says he referred. Did you count the one where he's uh the, her dad? Where he's actually talking about uh he's actually talking about uh Sandy Furness. So maybe that's where I know we had a slight uh, difference. In oh, I'll have to. I'll do the. I'll do and the remath. Make sure. I think it's because there's a early on. He says, uh, "Yeah, I'm not like uh, I'm sure she'll listen to her dad or something." He says something like that. So it's again, I removed it because it was not a Logan dad. The Logan was, dad. Yeah, it was a uh, San Sandy dad. Mm -hmm. a sand dad um uh blank's dead i mean <laughs> i put the cat that's under the chair <laughs> yeah i mean uh, i think that that's fair dead. the proxy battle dead um but i think cat under the chair is very is funnier so i think cat it's great the chair it's, a dead dead. Cat. it's a dead cat it's a dead uh daddy's daddy's favorite rome Think Roman, probably. Yeah, Shiv makes the deal, but he doesn't seem very happy. He's don't no, he no, and she spills uh, champagne on him. So yeah, yeah, he's not happy about that. We saw what happened last time. Champagne was spilled on him. Uh, someone ended up dead in That's the water. True. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Hope, yeah. Spoilers. So... Yeah, Shiv is gonna end up. Shiv, Shiv dies next episode. I'm so Yikes. sorry. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the battle of Greg versus Tom. I mean, this is, feels like an easy Tom victory. This episode. Oh, big time, big time. He offers to hold the scepter. Uh, Greg has no money. Done yeah agreed <laughs> pretty easy one mm -hmm. um as for the episode ratings grace what did you give this episode so i really like this i'm looking at my list i actually this is the highest uh rating i've given it which i gave it a 3.85 which might seem redundant but you know you know i'm like really minutiae in here but i i do think uh for me it's 
better than I think. Uh, it, it's right there with like season three, episode two. That's uh, the, the 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 Roy children all gathering. Um, I think again, one thing I like is is the balance of, of things, and I feel like everybody sort of has something this episode. Roman probably getting a little bit of the least, but you know, when you're least, uh, you know, when I'm saying the least, and you you talk to the president on the phone, I feel like that's pretty pretty good. I really like it. I like the maneuvering again. I like these like mid season sort of action episodes that actually like resolve things or create huge conflicts. So I give it a 3.85. Yeah. I'm very bullish on this episode. I gave it a perfect four. This is exactly what I love about succession. It is intense. I mean, it is like, it is back and forth. There's so much anxiety around the people having to vamp on stage while all of these decisions are being made. Logan has lost his faculties. Like, it is a great episode of Succession. And I, again, I think something I really love, this is not a bottle episode because people don't really know. A bottle episode means it's all in one location. It's self-contained. Um, But episodes where the majority of the cast are in the room together um, tend to be some of my favorites in television, especially when you have such, such an amazing ensemble ensemble cast uh, for mm-hmm. this show. Um, so I give it a perfect four. We will hear Josh's thoughts next time he's on and what score he gave it. Um, but uh, but yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's retired janitors of Idaho, which does get name dropped by Roman early on. Um, uh, again, if you want to uh, join us in rating, uh, uh the Roy's and, uh, all that fun stuff, posturecaps.com slash rate Roy or posturecaps.com slash action stations. Um, and make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, posturecaps.com slash succession. And, uh, just a reminder that all succession pods are ad free all, uh, season long, all the, uh, the daily succession podcasts as well as in we are podcasting about season four. And so you subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash post show recaps we'll be back tomorrow with episode six of season three what it takes uh until then i'm on twitter at hi from grace just where people find you i am at the just sterling and until then we'll see you tomorrow until then f off p to the od cast on the daily about succession